Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Rebecca Fisk, your psychic next door. Happy Sunday evening. Uh, Garrett, hey, how are you tonight? I'm super excited. We got a bunch of callers that are calling, and I think we might have some first-time callers tonight also. Oh, I love that. I love. I mean, I love my regulars, too, I got to say, but I love first-time yeah. callers as well. Uh, so, you know, I've talked a bit about surrendering, right? We've talked about that a lot, actually. And uh, I am surrendering tonight because I am actually using my kiddos' studio equipment tonight. So uh, it's it's a first for me. I'm out of my comfort zone. Uh, and I am trying to just get comfortable. <laughs> And Garrett, I know that you know, I like my routines. I mean, I like my adventures out of my comfort zone when I've planned for them. Uh, but this is kind of a, another level of letting go for me, which has kind of been my, my mantra over the last um, 10 months uh, as we've been dealing with COVID and, and all of this. Uh, for me, it's been surrender, go in, um, look at where you're at and how do you need to push yourself out of your comfort zone to grow and uh, so anyway, I, uh, I, I guess I'm putting myself into a little more growth tonight. <laughs> I'm just going to anyway. claim this miracle grow. <laughs> you know, I, I think that you, I can't remember if you know how tall my kiddo is now, but I used to say that I put miracle grow in the food. Uh, and uh, so now it seems evident, actually, uh, with the growth spurt that has happened in the last couple of years. Um, Anyway, okay, so for those of you who are new to the show, welcome. Thank you for tuning in tonight. Um, typically what I do is I do a little talk for a few minutes, and then I do a meditation or a visualization, something for us to kind of get a little bit grounded, um, more centered in our bodies and calm. Uh, and then I start taking questions. And uh, I also take an email question each week. So I have uh, one that I'll be getting to a little bit later. And, um, and so that's kind of how we do things here. So just relax, get comfy. Um, and I'm going to go right into some things that I have been looking at this week. Um, forgiveness has been a really huge thing in my life in the last week. And it's something that I have intentionally worked on literally for a couple of decades already. But what I've been finding is that I'm needing to look at a deeper level of forgiveness for myself. And I'm going to read a couple of things that I found. It's really interesting. I absolutely believe that there are no coincidences, that there are synchronicities, and that if you allow yourself to move in the flow of things, things really do kind of fall into place. And and so the synchronicities that I had were that last week I had a conversation uh, with a couple of people that I absolutely adore and I respect so much uh, for the wisdom that they bring into my life. And forgiveness came up in that phone call. And it was kind of a profound moment because I'd already been kind of thinking about it. And so one of the things that I remembered is that there is a book called Forgiveness by a man named Gerald Jampolsky. And I really like some of the things that, that he writes. And so, you know, this book, Forgiveness, and I, I recommended it to one of the people on the call. 
And um, in the meantime, we were talking about these synchronicities. I have been reorganizing my my home. Uh, I am one of those people who has moved several times and has a couple of bins of books that I love, but I haven't actually put them out on the bookcase. Uh, I've had other things that are, um, you know, treasures for me. They might not have a lot of meaning for somebody else, but they have traveled with me from place to place. And I realized during this process over these last few months that I need to find deeper ways of loving myself. And one of the ways I can do that is to change how my environment is. Are the things around me items that make me feel loved and supported and blessed? Or are they taking away from me energetically because, oh, I have the books in the box and, oh, I'm looking in that box again. Is it causing me stress? So one of the things that I did for the new year, um, I, I, I do goals. I don't do resolutions. I do goals. But I definitely committed to loving myself in a new way and in a courageous way. And so one of the things that I committed to myself was that I'm going to let go of the things that no longer make me feel good. And I am going to bring the things into my environment that do make me feel good, make me feel blessed, make me feel supported. So one of the things that I started working on more than a week ago reorganizing the storage cabinets and the bookcases and the other shelves that I have. So basically what I ended up doing was I got all of the books and I staged them in the room closest to the bookcase. And I finally today pulled other things out of the bookcase so that I could actually put the books into the bookcase. And of course I still have more layers of this process, but, of course, while I'm looking at the books to put them in the bookcase, I find my book by Gerald Jampolsky, Forgiveness. So the other thing is uh, I found a couple of other books that I really like. And, of course, I'm one of those people, if I go to a bookstore and I think I might want to buy a book, I pick it up and I open to a page and I'll read a paragraph. And if the paragraph grabs me or resonates for me, or causes some kind of emotional reaction, then I know it's a book for me. If I read it and I go, eh, whatever, I don't buy the book. So I pick up my forgiveness book. I pick up my happiness now book by Robert Holden. And I love Robert Holden. I got to meet him and talk to him a bit. And he is just a super funny, super nice, grounded guy. Absolutely amazing. So I found the book from him and I thought, oh, this is great. I turned it open to a page, which I'm going to share with you in just a moment. And then I found another book that I have not opened in ages. And I love this book as well. And it's called The Ten Commitments. And the reason that I picked that one up, and by the way, this was all today. (laughs) Uh, The Ten Commitments is great because Where I am in my life and my self-growth is making commitments to me. In fact, uh, you know, as far as dating and all of that kind of thing, because I'm I'm out there kind of dating people and and getting to know people, and that's another thing we'll talk about later. Uh, But, you know, I saw Costco's ad, you know, where they talk about all, or actually I think it was their little magazine, 
and it's there's ads. I'm kind of flipping through all of this, and it's talking about Valentine's Day and it's showing all these flowers and that they deliver. And I'm thinking, oh, this is awesome. I'm actually going to set up a delivery for myself for Valentine's Day. I already know what I want, and I'm going to get it for me. And the reason that I'm doing that is because I no longer put my happiness in other people's hands. I don't look, well, can't say I never look. I am getting really, really good at not seeking validation for love from other people. I'm getting it from me. And if I keep coming back to I am the person who can validate myself. I can love myself. I can make me happy because happiness is an inside job. What that does is it changes my vibration. And everything in the universe is vibration and frequency. I mean, even, you know, Einstein will talk about that, the theory of relativity. So if everything is frequency and vibration, and I want to have love in my life and be in love. It's up to me. Sorry, I keep hitting the mic. <laughs> Garrett, I hope that's not driving you crazy. I'll get better. Yeah, hear it. Okay, good. <laughs> um, I keep bringing that love back to myself, and I choose to love me, then I get to live in that vibration and frequency of love. And when we vibrate at a certain frequency, we attract that frequency as well. So the more that I live in love with myself and in my life, the more I attract that into my life. Okay. So it's one of those things where if you find that one thing is working out and you go, wow, that's really awesome. This thing's working out. If you really pay attention, you'll see that a lot of other things are lining up as well. Because basically, we're either in the vibration of flow and allowing and surrendering into the process, or we're resistant. There really isn't any other way. We're either resisting or we're surrendering. So when something isn't going right for you, ask yourself, am I resisting something? And if I am resisting something, what do I need to let go of? Am I too attached? Do I need to detach? And it will allow things to be much easier for you if you let go of that resistance. Okay, so forgiveness. One of the things that I have noticed is that when I get upset at someone else or when I have become upset at someone else, for whatever reason, what I'm realizing is it's always about me. It's not about the other person. Because if I'm staying empowered in any situation, then I always have a choice about how I want to respond to it versus whether I'm reacting to it. And one of the things about that is when we have a reaction to something in the present moment, if you have a, an argument with your spouse, more than likely, the reason that you're upset and reacting has something to do with something that happened in your life a long time ago. It really doesn't have anything to do with your spouse. So we could get into that more too, but, but for the moment, I just want to come back to the awareness that when somebody has wronged you in some way, 
beneath all of that. You know, we think, oh, that, you know, I don't know if I can forgive that person for what they did to me. Beneath all of that is always forgiveness of the self. And sometimes I I get people asking me, well, yeah, but this person did that. Okay. Usually if somebody does something that is some kind of transgression against you, there were red flags before that. That's a typical thing. Not 100% of the time. But, But basically what it comes down to is we have to forgive ourselves. You know, I let myself stay in a relationship that I knew wasn't good for me. And I did not like the way the other person treated me. And I kept going into this place of thinking, I need to forgive them for their behavior. But beyond that, beneath all of that, is me forgiving myself for allowing me to stay in something that wasn't good for me. So ultimately, it comes back to me forgiving myself. And if I can keep coming back into that place of forgiving myself for whatever that allows me to come into a better place of love love for me. Because ultimately, we all want unconditional love. And that relationship with ourselves means we become like a detached observer, where if I make a mistake, the adult me can look at the person who made the mistake and say, you know what? Okay, you did, this did not go the way you wanted it to go. But you know what? We can try it again. And we learn something. Next time, we'll try it a slightly different way. That's the goal, is to get to that place instead of beating ourselves up. So one of the first things in the book, Forgiveness, says what we need to forgive in others may be something in ourselves that we have hidden from our awareness. And then it says, we can choose to have peace of mind as our only goal. And then the last one is, we are responsible for our own happiness. So I'm going to make myself happy on Valentine's Day, and I'm going to get the flowers and the chocolates that I want. I'm going to get them for myself. Or maybe I'll talk to my kiddo and ask if they want to make it from them. But I'm going to get exactly what I want. And I'm not expecting it from anyone else because it's no one else's job to make me happy. So I'm actually excited about it. (laughs) Okay. So that's the first thing. So then I want to read to you the Ten Commandments. I'm sorry. It's got the Ten Commandments in here right next to it, but the Ten Commitments. And, um, and I love this. And so you'll, you'll see why I'm, I'm bringing this up. So the Ten Commitments are, I commit to freedom. I commit to authenticity. That's actually a really big one for me right now because my intention right now is to be authentic at all times with everyone in my life, including being authentic and honest with myself. So I commit to authenticity. That's a big one. I commit to acceptance. I commit to relax. I commit to wholeness. I commit to forgiveness. I commit to love. I commit to abundance. I commit to truth. And I commit to peace. So I really like that one a lot. And, uh, 
if any of you have any questions about any of this or want the information, let me know. You know, send me an email, Rebecca at IamRebecca.com, and uh, I'll send you that info. So here's the last one, and this is from the Happiness Now book by Robert Holden. Love this guy, so funny. And so uh, this is the page I turn to, because remember, if I want to read something, I always turn to the page, and if it resonates, I get it. So this has been in my bookcase for I don't know how long. I haven't opened it in quite a while. So this is what I turn to. True forgiveness is a willingness to change your mind about yourself. Forgiveness is the process of giving up your limited self-concept for your whole self. The willingness to forgive yourself is really the willingness to replace thoughts of fear with thoughts of love. Replacing thoughts of condemnation with thoughts of kindness. Replacing thoughts of doubt with thoughts of trust. Forgiveness is transformational. It gives you back your wholeness in exchange for all your learned fears. So what I want to suggest for this week as maybe an intention is I want you to ask yourself if there's some little thing that you want to forgive yourself for. And maybe it's just that you go, ah, why did I do that? You know, forgive yourself for that. Just some little thing. It doesn't have to be big, but just some little thing that may be causing you some fear. Because, you know, T. Harv Ecker talks about how fear is the anticipation or the remembrance of pain. But it isn't real. Okay? It's not in the now. It's anticipating something that's not here right now. Or remembering something that happened before. It's not in the now. Of course, unless you're, you know, obviously if you're being chased by a lion or a tiger or something. Um, But most of the time when we experience fear, it's not because we really need it. It's not actually serving us in any way. So if we're going into the forgiveness part, it's what are you afraid of in the moment right now that you that yourself is wanting to you to forgive yourself for? And how do you love yourself through that? Can you love yourself through that? And only you can answer that. And it's a choice. It's what would you what would you like to focus on? to forgive yourself for. Okay. So that's my, my big talk for today about forgiveness. Um, one of the things that I'm focusing on right now in forgiveness for me is looking at relationships in my life and Assessing whether or not the people that I am engaged in relationships with, whether or not they're valuing me at the level I want to be valued at. Because we outgrow people. We outgrow relationships. And when our vibration and frequency shift, we start attracting other people. And sometimes old relationships go move on. We move on from them. Because their vibration and frequency no matter or, or no longer resonates with where we are. 
in our life now. So what I realize is if I look at a relationship where I don't feel valued, sometimes that triggers in me a feeling that I'm not worthy. So instead of it making me feel like, um, oh, it's not that I necessarily feel disrespected as much as I realize it triggers in me a feeling that I'm not enough. And so that's what I'm looking at. That's what I'm working on for this week is um, any of those relationships, if, if there are any now, kind of reevaluating where I'm at. Um, so those of you who are new this week, um, I kind of call the uh, my listeners my accountability partners because uh, I am working to better myself. And so the first week uh, of the year, uh, my my goal was to drink more water. So I incorporated that first week of drinking more water. I'm still working on that. I'm not getting it 100% of the time. So I'm still working on that. The second one was to drink less coffee, which I am doing. And I've actually also started uh, making the coffee half-calf, so I'm getting the caffeine out, which is good. And again, so that I had those two for that second week, kind of doing okay, not 100%, but doing okay. And then the next one was to add physical therapy, which I have done more of that this week as well. So the observation that I had of myself this week is that as I am adding different intentions, so different goals for the week, uh, I'm having to kind of balance how I'm working with those things. So in other words, yeah, I'm not necessarily drinking all of my water every single day, but I'm definitely improving and it's continuing to improve. Um, but I haven't reached 100% of what I want every day. With the coffee, um, some days, you know, I had a couple days this week, I still had more coffee than I really, you know, than is really my goal. Uh, but I'm still improving. And then I have incorporated more of the physical therapy, but I still don't have that quite where I want that either. And so what I realize is as I am incorporating these new self-care goals into my life, um, emotionally, I'm having some adjustments as well. So I've had some interesting things come up about fear as I'm letting go of my old patterns and bringing new ones in. And I'm just trying to observe it and watch it and allow it. And so um, I'm having more moments of peacefulness and more feelings of surrendering and more feelings of relaxing. And I feel like it's because as I make these little commitments to myself, I'm feeling more loved because I'm giving myself the love that I actually need for my wellness and for my wholeness. So I'm just going to set the intention for this coming week. I'm going to be working more on the forgiveness. Um, I'll be doing some more processing and releasing with all of that uh, and uh, and kind of doing my little dance with my, my earthquake ground right now because that's kind of how it feels sometimes. Uh, lately is uh, shaky ground and just keeping my balance while I'm uh, getting more acclimated to a newer, better version, healthier version of myself. So that's kind of where I am with all of that. Um, I always talk about what I'm grateful for from the previous week. And I have to say that I have made commitments to my kiddo 
to be more present. And I also have made a commitment to take a day off every week. So that's been really good to have a whole day off each week where I'm not talking to clients. And and then having the, the better time with my kid, it's like, okay, the phone's getting put away, getting better about that, spending less time on social media, uh, and having more time where we're more connected. And I feel like I'm getting to know my kid better, which is really cool, because I have a really smart kid. And I keep getting surprised by how smart my kid is. And today I even made the comment that, I, you know, I like this getting to know you stuff. So we've, we've been going for drives in the car, especially with the mountains looking so beautiful with the snow and everything. And so that's our thing is we'll go for a drive. And in that place, in the quiet in the car, uh, that's when we kind of talk and connect. And sometimes watching movies, but that's harder. So I just kind of keep seeing myself sinking more into peacefulness. And feeling relaxed in spite of my fears. Um, and my fears really have come up more about my business stuff than anything else because I'm I'm ready now. I'm really ready. And uh, it's, uh, it's exhilarating, but it's also scary. So there you go. I'm always honest. <laughs> I'm always honest. Garrett knows that. Um, the day is long. <laughs> In the summer, uh, not so, the winter. <laughs> yeah, and for those of, the, of you who don't know, so, so Garrett, God bless you. Thank you so, so much for producing this show and, and you know, talking to the callers who want to come in and, and ask a question and all of that. Uh, Garrett and I have been friends for a very long time. And uh, Garrett will remind me of who I am sometimes when I need someone to remind me. That's how good a friend Garrett is. And um, we all should be so lucky. To have somebody like Garrett in our well, lives. Bless you so, for Garrett, that. thank you. Thank you. Well, no, I, I appreciate you so much. All right. Uh, I think I should get to business. What do you think? Well, before <laughs> you do that, can I give you a shameless plug from somebody who connected with you on that social media that you're not spending so much time on anymore? Um, for everybody who's listening tonight and you have not liked on Facebook Rebecca's page, I am Rebecca, Intuitive Psychic, go there now and like the page. Okay. So I was, you know, on your Facebook pages, I am many times during the week. And the other day, Charlie wrote in and had a really cool, I'm going to call it a testimonial. You can call it whatever you like. And I just wanted to read that for the listeners tonight. And um, I, Rebecca, obviously, I know you've seen that um, as well because you've, you've commented back to Charlie. But I wanted to read this for the listeners tonight. So, um, Rebecca, while you're turning Fifty Shades of Red, um, you know, just sit back and enjoy it, okay? So this is from Charlie, one of uh, Rebecca's clients. I had the pleasure of meeting Rebecca and her beautiful family recently. I have to say I was and still am a bit taken aback. I am a deeply religious and spiritual individual. I believe heavily in spiritual gifts. I personally have a strong gift of discernment and intuition. I asked Rebecca to read my energy, you know, just for kicks, thinking, sure, let's see what she's made of. The minute I spoke with her, I could tell her heart was in the right place. And she read me eerily spot on. Not one person in my life has ever been able to figure out figure me out and she read me in about 30 seconds 
a perfect stranger. No prior conversation to hint or assist her in doing so. I'm impressed. She had me feeling a bit raw and emotional, so I had to fight the urge to close her off, which is really odd for me. If you haven't had the pleasure, give her a call and schedule time with her. I know I will. Again, thank you again, Rebecca. Very nice to meet your lovely bunch yesterday. And that was from Charlie. So, Charlie, thank you for that testimonial on Rebecca's Facebook page. I am Rebecca, Intuitive Psychic. Like it now. Thank you, Garrett. Okay. <laughs> and you're right. I am turn, turning 50 shades of red in here. Uh, there you go. Thank you. I appreciate that. And, and, you know, um, it humbles me. It humbles me a lot because I, and I know you know this, Garrett, I, it's a privilege to get to do the work that I do because you mm-hmm. have to, you have to trust me so that I can actually read you. And so I'm grateful to all of you and to all of my clients who are willing to be open enough to me that I can actually read for you. So thank you for that. And thank you, Charlie, if you happen to be listening. All right, I think we're just going to do three quick breaths so I can get to some calls. And then I also have a I have an email question that I want to get to as well. Uh, so um, we're just going to do three quick breaths to relax. So if you feel so inclined and you're comfortable doing so, sit up straight with your spine straight and your feet flat on the floor. And also, if you feel comfortable and so inclined, close your eyes. What we're going to do is we're going to take three deep breaths. We're going to imagine the breath going all the way to basically the tailbone, like it goes all the way through the whole body and and basically goes into the deepest part of ourselves. And then we exhale and we release tension out through the bottom of our feet. So we're going to do three deep breaths like that in through the nose and out through the mouth. Okay, so we're going to breathe in and exhale. And breathe in through the nose. And exhale. Releasing any tension out the bottom of the feet. And one more deep breath through the nose. And we're going to exhale, pushing any remaining tension or anxiety out the bottom of the feet. And now we're just going to breathe normally, watching the breathing. Breathe in and out. And inhale. And exhale. And one more. Inhale. And exhale. And if you feel so inclined, open your eyes. Shake out your hands and your arms and your feet and your legs. And come back to center. And Garrett, whenever you are ready. Okay. Our first caller tonight is Erica, and Erica's calling to ask about 
um, some, I, I believe, two puppies that recently passed. So, Erica, you're live with Rebecca Fisk, your psychic next door. And while um, Rebecca's taking Erica's call, I'm going to screen some more of you. So get ready to give me your name and topic. Go ahead, please. Hi, Hi Erica. Hi, Rebecca. Hi there. Okay, so you had two two little ones pass, two little fur babies? Yes. <laughs> okay, fur what babies. were their names? What were their names? Chong. Chongos was the female, and Giko was the male. Okay, so so Giko, is that right? The, the, the male, just absolutely hilarious, the boy. Very hilarious. Just hilarious. <laughs> Great personality. Super, super rambunctious, really funny. Um, and I feel like the female was, like, kind of more um, prim and proper with an attitude. <laughs> um <laughs> So, but you know, they're both like there was a, there was a healthy respect for each other, if you will, um, and they and they actually adored each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay, let's see here. I mean, and they absolutely adored you. I know they brought you a lot of joy. Um, hang on, just a second here. So, you know. The, I, I want to say this is the male. It feels like the male energy. Um, I feel like this was a, a heart thing, something around the chest. Um, and I and how old was he? Um, they were gifted to my parents in September, okay. so I want to say okay. they were about six months. Okay. Um, yeah, because I you know I feel like this is a much older. This feels like much older energy to me. Um, but I, I also feel like, you know, it's almost like I feel like the male was going first and the female went because she didn't really want to be without him. Yes, that's so, what happened. Okay. The boy passed last Saturday, and then okay. out of nowhere, I just, he was kind of sad, and I'm, like, pampering him, but I didn't realize, you know, how serious things were. Yeah. And um, he just passed. Um, and then um, that was Saturday, and then Monday I noticed the girl was you know, being weird, and they were siblings, you know, I thought maybe, you know, so I got on it, and um, I was caring for her, so, but just recently, I thought maybe she just wanted to be with him. She did. That's, that's why they, she went with him. She didn't want to be apart from him, and there's nothing you could have done. It's like, when this, and this is the thing, even about our pets, when when we make a decision, when we make an intention that we don't want to be here, we, we there is free will. And I know I, 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 a lot of people have different thoughts and philosophies about pets and their souls and all of that. But the pets also can will themselves to die. We we can do that as well. And the pets do that. And she did not want to be here without him. Like you know, she acted oh. like she didn't. She she acted like she didn't want him around her all the time. But it's because he was so rambunctious. But she loved him and she didn't want to be away from him. So um, so that's why she went. And they know that you love them. They absolutely know that. I'm getting chills, which is confirmation. You did everything that you could. It just wasn't for them to be here right now. That's all. So you know, and and also your your parents too. It, it's there was a lot of love for them, and and that's. You know, for them, their existence here on the earth plane was good for them. And, you know, for, for animals, especially for, for dogs, things are timeless. And so for them, it's like, oh, okay, that was it. That was the experience. I'm, we're done now. We're going someplace else. And, and that's all it is. 
So Mm -hmm. they felt very loved and they, you know, again, they wanted to be together. Um, uh, Was there, was there anything specific that you wanted to know or was it just the confirmation that, that she wanted to be with him? Um, Well, I mean, I think you kind of, he kind of said it. Um, I felt bad because I'm like, okay, maybe I didn't do her IVs correctly. Like no, maybe no. I'm the one that did something wrong. No, and, um, let it go, sweetie. You didn't do anything wrong. Nope. She was going to go anyway. She didn't, she didn't want to eat. She didn't want to drink. She, she didn't want to be here. And that's so what you, I thought. Like, how can I, how can I be yeah. so mad at somebody who wanted to, to just be home already? Like, how can I be so angry if, if it's such a beautiful place? And, you know, I just felt like maybe she did want to be with her brother. And mm-hmm. the crazy thing about it is that um, when I was like, oh, my gosh, I, I don't think she's going to, you know, she was fine Wednesday night. She was so, like, she was so good. Like, she had recovered very well. And then Thursday morning, like, things started going downhill, and I, like, rushed her to the animal hospital and um, I guess she passed away like an hour later after I had dropped her off. And in and, and me thinking about it, it's like, okay, she probably did that in purpose. She didn't want me to see her pass is what I well, she felt. She felt like you would blame yourself. So let yourself grieve. Let yourself feel the relief. You didn't do anything wrong. You did everything that you could, but she had already made up her mind. Okay, so let yourself grieve, but but let it go. You didn't. You did everything right. So was this genetic, or was this um, because I was told it was parvo? But I mean, I don't understand how they could have gotten it if they're, you know, they're gated dogs. They're outdoor dogs, but there's a huge yeah. gate, so they're never exposed to other dogs that are don't belong here. And yeah, so, I don't. Like, to me, I, I, I feel like there was an underlying condition. I actually feel like he may have had a heart issue. So, and I'm going to have to get to the next caller, but um, I feel like there's, there was a heart issue there. So okay. that's, that's what comes up is that there was a heart issue. Um, and he was aging really quickly. Like he may not have appeared that way because he was a puppy, but he comes yeah. across like his body was really old. And to me, associating that with a heart condition, it's like, well, that, it, that kind of makes sense to me that from where I see it. So even um, with her, does um, she, she have did, an underlying condition? I did. I did not get that. She did. I, my impression is she just uh, wanted to be with him. Okay. And Aww. so Erica, okay. th- thank, thank you, you for Erica. Your call. And um, as a dog owner myself, my, I, I, my sympathies are right there with you. Our next caller is Carla and Carla is calling about her health. You're live with Rebecca Fisk, your psychic next door. Go ahead, Carla. Hi. Rebecca, Hi, Carla. I have, Hi there. I have, I have COVID, and I um, have it since Monday. Okay. I just was wondering if you see how, how long it's going to take for me to no, not have any symptoms anymore. Okay. Well, there's a couple of things. So the first thing is, you know, what, what comes up is for you to take care of your, of your gut. So make sure that you're eating really good food, that you're getting good nutrition, um, and, and drinking enough water, enough liquids to kind of keep 
um, to keep the um, the floral bacteria in balance in your gut. Um, if you okay. and and first of all, you know, I have to say I'm not a doctor. I'm not trained medically at all. I'm not trained in therapy at all. I, this is all intuitive. But the most important thing for you is to keep the food that you're eating clean, that you not get clogged up in your gut. Okay, um, we forget that. Our body's most efficient way of releasing any toxins of any kind is through our urine and our feces. So if our intestinal health or our gut is not working right, then, um, you know, our bodies get toxic. And so for you, that's the main thing is drink enough water, stay hydrated, make sure that you're, you're eating good foods that are easy to digest so that you can flush all out of your system. Uh, you know, my initial impression was about three weeks. I don't feel like you're going to get real sick with this. It feels like you're going to you're going to stay fairly mild. There may be some more mucus uh, than you have right now, but I I feel like this is, is it, you know if you're taking care of the gut, then you're going to be you know I feel like this is going to be okay. So it's a lot of this is your intention, and you know visualizing that your body is healthy. Our bodies respond to our thoughts and our beliefs. So if we believe in our body's ability to heal. No matter what else we're doing, if we're taking all the medications or not, whatever we're doing, if we believe in our body's ability to heal, we have that much higher a probability that we're going to be well. So if you can start right after this conversation of visualizing your body healthy and making sure that you drink enough water and you get the right kinds of foods into your system, just visualize your health. And, and that your body's completely healthy. And I would love for you to be able to call into me in a week or two and say, hey, you were wrong. It didn't take me three weeks. I'm already healthy because I believe in your ability to heal at that level. So I, I want you to call me and tell me that you're already healthy. Okay? That's the goal. Okay? Yeah. I mean, I'm okay. eating like fruits and vegetables mainly. Okay, and that's good. It just makes sure make sure that whatever you're taking in is easily digested so that your body can assimilate the nutrients. Yeah. Okay. And then I'll take some probiotics and lots of water. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and you know you might try um, if you can tolerate like lemon water. That's also a really good detoxing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Carla. Yeah. Will be well. I'll be praying for you. Um, let us know how you're doing. Will you please? Thank you, Carla, for your call. And I'm, as I'm taking a sip of lemon water, we're going to go to our next caller, and that's Melissa, and she's asking about relationships. Melissa, you're live with Rebecca, your psychic next door. Go ahead, please. Hi, Rebecca. Uh, thank you for taking my call. It, it, uh, I was, it's a wonderful that you connected uh, with those beautiful pets. Uh, that's beautiful. My question is about relationships. Okay. And uh, I'm a little, I am a little bit nervous, you know, <laughs> Because I feel like it's a little bit of a surprise, something that I'm not going to be uh, ready, or well, of course, I don't know, I don't know what exactly. Okay, be ready. <laughs> okay, so are you are you so, seeing somebody now, or you or you you want to have a, a relationship? Uh, there's someone that we we, we communicate. We had a very nice lot of uh, okay. talks. Okay, so what is the person's right first name? That's all I need. Uh, it starts with a little I. Uh, okay, all right. Shmo. Okay. Okay, hang on one second. Thank you. You know, okay, so I'm smiling. <laughs> so this is a very, um, well, this guy is, uh, you know, he goes slow. Like he's, he's, 
he, he'll say something and he'll go, oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that. I mean, he won't necessarily say that to you, but it's like he wants to do everything right. And he's, you know, he's really good at kind of flirting and he's kind of charismatic and he kind of knows that he is. So that at the same time, when it's something that or someone that he really cares about, then he gets nervous. So you may see kind of a hot and cold thing with him a little bit. Um, you know, I get that he does like you, but be patient with him because he's one of those people who he'll run hot and cold for a while until he's really sure. And, you know, if you if you try to get too, um, if, you, if you become aggressive at all or assertive, uh, it might scare him because he's, he you know, he kind of has to do his dance. So it's like, you know, it's almost like, He's, he's winding up to do the dance, wants to show you the dance, and he's going to back up, learn a new step, come back in, show you the new step, then back off again, learn another new step, show you the new dance step. It's, it's, it's got to go at his pace. And so just be patient and allow him to kind of take the lead with this. Um, you know, let him know if he asks or if he says, you know, I kind of like you. It's okay if you just say, I kind of like you too. Um, try to let him kind of take the lead with this. Um, he, because you know, again, I really like the, what I see with him with this kind of nervous energy of flirting a bit and, and wanting to be a little bit more sure of himself, but he's just really not quite that sure of himself. So you have to give him, give him permission to take his time, if you will. Um, so one step at a time, just one step at a time. You'd like to take things fast. You're like, look, life is right now. I want to go. I like this. I want to get it. Um, and that's great. But this is, this is going to teach you some patience as well, which is not a bad thing. So, uh, I mean, I love your energy, love your energy, oh, um, but yeah, oh, patience is good. So when, one thing when, at a time. When you said real quickly, do you see a time frame? What time frame we, we get? We you know, I, I feel like, I feel like it's going to be, I'm hearing the number three. I feel like probably about, about 90 days, about three months or so. It could be March, but I hear the number three around this. So, you know, and it's a, it's a slow three. So give it, give it the space and the time. You know, some people are like, oh, my gosh, this is it. I'm all in. That's, that's not him. He needs time to get comfortable with where he's at. So you have to give him that space. So Interesting. I definitely yeah. will. Okay. okay. Well, let us know how it goes, okay? And thanks for the call hey, tonight. Thank you. Thank You're you, so Melissa. Welcome. Garrett, and I'm going to get to Don't my... you have that email? I do. See? You're awesome. You read I'm my I'm intuitive. Mind. I've been hanging out with you for so long. <laughs> You are awesome. You're awesome. Thank you. Okay. So I, this one says, um, hi, Rebecca. Uh, this is Kim from Long Beach. I have a question regarding my husband's health. He's going through some autoimmune disorder issues, and I'm wondering if this could be what is causing uh, his lashing out uh, occasionally and abrupt changes. Thanks for your insight. Okay. So, Kim, um, all right. Let's see here. Yes, I will say that it's more than autoimmune as well. I'm getting that there may be also a blood pressure issue for him. Um, and so what happens is his body starts to feel overwhelmed um, when his blood pressure gets a little bit high. So for a lot of people, let me just tell you, the average people, they get upset about something and their blood pressure gets high. So my impression is that his regulatory system isn't working optimally. And so occasionally his blood pressure is getting high and his body starts to feel really uncomfortable. And that's when you may see him lash out because I, my impression about him is that he's normally a pretty low key guy, unless it's something that is really emotional for him. He's, he's usually even Steven, like things roll off his back. Um, 
so I would have the blood pressure thing checked. Um, let's see here. And the autoimmune stuff. Yeah, you know, it is all related. I get that the blood pressure part is related to the autoimmune stuff. Again, it goes back to kind of that regulatory thing. And and what's coming up partly, you know, pituitary gland is coming up, thyroid is also coming up, um, so hormone levels. And um, But I really get that this has more to do with like pituitary, the master gland, rather than just um, hormone levels being off, okay? Um, and so it's like we have we just have to regulate that, and, and I feel like things will kind of be more even keeled for him. The other thing is it's really important that he eat regularly. I feel like sometimes he forgets to eat, or he'll eat a big meal, and then he won't want to eat the rest of the day. He really needs to eat small meals throughout the day to kind of keep his blood sugar stable because it gives the body a feeling of stability. And so when somebody has a body that's, that's not working in a, um, in a controlled capacity, which is like the irregularity of what's happening with, um, you know, the spikes of blood pressure and, and really what this, this autoimmune situation is, um, you want to do things that help support the body feeling like things are stable. So one of the things we can do that's super simple is eat regular meals throughout the day at regular intervals. And I feel like that will also help him. So, um, you know, again, pituitary gland comes up as, as, um, as, as very significant here because I feel like it's, it's not just blood pressure. It's, you know, temperature, it's all of that. So it's like the master regulator, if you will. Um, Anyway, and then also having him keep his body temperature as, as even kill as possible would be very helpful as well. So I hope that that answers your question. Um, I feel like, uh, you know, you'll see a change in his personality kind of back to who you always have known him to be, which is Mr. Laid Back. Um, but what happens is when our body feels like it's in survival mode, which is what's happening with him with the the, the uh, lack of stability, um, we, we tend to lash out because we kind of go, something's wrong and I don't know what it is and I need somebody to help me, only I don't know how to articulate that. Okay, so um, I'll be praying for him. I'll put him on my prayer list. And, uh, um, you know, thanks so much for the question tonight. Uh, let me know. Let me know how you're doing. Let me know how he's doing. So thank okay. you for the question. So our next three callers all have similar topics. We're going to start with Patricia, and she's asking about housing. Patricia, you are live with Rebecca Fisk, your psychic next door. Go ahead, please. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. Hi. You're welcome. Uh, yes. Hi. I'm feeling pulled and seems like drawn to relocate and live in the southwest um, Arizona. Okay. Uh, and I need to... And I, I and I would not have chosen it. I don't have any family there, don't know anyone, but I'm going to move on because I need to get out of this toxic, negative energy of Cleveland, Ohio here. Okay. Currently, I plan to do this. Well, I want to visit first in okay. the spring, and then eventually, as I feel guided to do in um, early fall, August or September. Uh, can you tell me what is uh, is it something ancestral or what that's pulling me there or what? Or I don't know. It, it, yeah, it, it does feel like there's an ancestral connection there. And it and my impression is that when you find the right place there, it's going to be, you know, like you're going to just 
breathe a big sigh of relief is, is really what comes up. Um, and I'm not sure where you're looking. Tucson came up right away when you said Arizona. Um, I do want to very strongly suggest that you get out there to visit in the summer. I know you said August or September, but you want to see what it's like with those high temperatures and make sure that, you know, you can um, become acclimated to that. You know, it's a, it's a different lifestyle. You know, I, I'm in Southern California and we have very mild temperatures. So, you know, when you go to Arizona and you get the temperatures in Phoenix in the summer that are 110, 112 degrees, uh, it's it's kind of a culture shock, right? It's a it's a temperature shock, really. But people there are like, oh, well, you just you go in and you stay in the air conditioning. You don't you just don't go out and do stuff. You know, people aren't out laying by the pool when it's 112 out there. Uh, so just make sure that you you know kind of are able to anticipate. You know, how do I navigate through that? Um, but it does feel like that's going to actually feed your soul in a way that you haven't experienced before. And it does feel like a coming home for you. So, you know, and, and you will make friends pretty quickly. It's, it's what I'm getting. It, it's almost going to be like, you know, you can't imagine a time when you weren't there. So that's going to happen very, very quickly. But yeah, it feels good for you. It feels like a really good place. I see. I mean, you know, yes, I know about the heat and I've been starting to do my research I lived in California with a different climate, so yes, yeah. I know it's going to be hot, and you know, probably what eight or nine months out of the year that I do know. Yeah. Um. um okay. We'll okay. Be Patricia, yeah. Thank you for the call. We're it's time to move on, but we appreciate you calling. Keep us updated on what's going on. Our next call is coming from Lisa, and she's calling about her house. Lisa, you're live with Rebecca Fisk, your psychic next door. Hi, Rebecca. Hi, thank you. Hi, Lisa. How can I help? Okay, so I've left my 20-year relationship. Now I'm trying to uh, clean out my house, and I'm doing it day by day, every day, working on it, Uh, yard sale. I've got someone that's helping me, and I'm wanting to put it on the market. I did have some people come in that specialize in lowballing offer, you know, offering lowball right, offers right. on And they came in, they offered me half of what it's worth. And I told no. them it's half of what it's worth. I'm going to sell it myself. Right. And so they, we were friendly to each other. Do you see me being, but I'm living off of yard sale money and I'm paying the person that's helping me out of the yard sale money, do you see me being able to put it on the market within the next, like, I don't know, week and a half, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm actually hearing a sale for you in March. So that, that the time frame is, is that's about right. Cause if you, if that, if the sale's done in March, that's, that's a normal, you know, potentially 30 to 45 day escrow. So yeah. I, I feel like you will be able to do this. Just hold out. Get really clear about what it is you want to get on the house and make sure that you're being reasonable. Look at the comps. Do do your homework. But I feel like you already have. So, yeah, yeah you, you're going to do this. And just visualize, you know, that whoever's coming in to, to take over the house is going to love it and the house is going to love them. Thank the house for what it's done for you. You've had a relationship with it for 20 years. So thank the house. And 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 then tell it, you know, you're you're allowing somebody else to come in who's going to love it uh, for their the next phase of their lives, and it's time for you to go somewhere else. Um, and then just really visualize that that perfect family, those perfect people are coming in, and they are. And again, I hear March, so you're doing everything right. Just keep trusting your gut. 
Thank you, Lisa. Yeah. Keep Thank us posted. And we'll expect to see a sold sign on your house super quick. Um, next <laughs> caller is Nathaniel, and he's calling about a relocation with his aunt. Nathaniel, welcome to the show. You're live with Rebecca Fisk, your psychic next door. Hi, Nathaniel. Hi. Hi, how can I help tonight? Uh, I'm talking about a relocation uh, with my aunt. Okay. All right, Jen. Where do you know where you want to go? Uh, Oregon. Oregon. Okay. Okay. So you know, the first thing is get really clear about where you want to go and how you want to do this. Because I feel like there are a few obstacles to get out of the way. It's um, it's interesting because I I feel like you guys have kind of been playing with this for a while, but now it's like okay, we have to take care of this over here. We have to take care of this other thing over here, and it's the plan that you've had so far. I feel like there kind of been roadblocks a little bit, but but the timing of it is it's kind of been to slow everything down. I feel like for you, it's likely it's going to be. April to May, but for you to finally be landed and settled, um, and that it's just you know you you really have to kind of take one step at a time with all of this, but it will come together. And I feel like once you are are able to kind of weed through everything, it's going to be a good experience for both of you. It will be good. Um, and and actually, you know, when you guys are there and looking back on all of it, there are going to be a lot of things you laugh about that didn't seem funny at the time that you went through them. But just keep going because this is the right thing for both of you to be doing. It's just, you know, it's part of this whole process of, of navigating and letting go of what neither of you need anymore and, and really creating this, this new opportunity for a much simpler, more relaxed lifestyle. So it, it feels really good. So, so it's a positive uh, 100% going to go. It feels positive, yeah, but it's April or May. There's obstacles, but you guys will get through them. It's it's going to be good for both of you. Yeah, it is. There's You guys have had some difficulties already, and it's like, you know, it's time for things to be much easier for you now, and that's what you're creating together. There so we go, Nathaniel. Going. Yeah, Thank thanks, you for your Nathaniel. call. And, Rebecca, you've got about a minute left. Any closing thoughts for the night, please? Well, a couple of things. Thank you, Garrett, so much for being here. Thank you to all of you who've listened in this evening. I really appreciate all of you. Uh, if you like the work that I'm doing, I also have a, a really wonderful colleague named Stephanie Gerard. She does a show Tuesday mornings at 8 a.m. Um, a phenomenal psychic as well. We kind of work in tandem sometimes. And uh, anyway, uh, if you would like to book a session, my website is RebeccaFisk.com. And, um, you know, be nice to yourself this week. Do something that's loving for you. I wish all of you all of the best. Garrett, thank you again so much for, for joining oh me tonight and mapping out. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, all of you guys take good care, and we'll see you here again next week. Thanks for tuning in.